in this bulletin. Labour supports government ownership of the State Electricity Commission in Victoria. Queensland Police Chief to keep job despite a report calling for leadership restructure. And in sport, Indigenous cricket to return in 2023. With the latest SBS News, I'm Julien Heuillet. Less than a week out from the state election, Labour is promising to enshrine government ownership of a rebooted state electricity commission if re-elected. Premier Daniel Andrews has promised to safeguard the commission from privatisation and replace the privately owned coal-fired power stations with renewable alternatives owned by the public. He says the privatisation of electricity has failed the people of Victoria and that enshrining this promise into constitution will make it difficult for future governments to remove it. Labor is going to not talk about a transition but deliver uh, renewable electricity, 59,000 jobs, fully 6,000 of those jobs will be apprentices uh, and we will again have a situation in this state where electricity is not about profit, but about people. That's critically important. Australian farmers are set to face fewer taxes on their goods after a free trade agreement has been announced with the UK and India. The agreement between Canberra and London will remove almost all taxes on Australian products entering Britain, including meat, dairy, sugar and wine. Taxes on 90% of Australian goods, including meat, wool, cotton and seafood exported to India, have also been scrapped. Trade Minister Don Farrell says the agreements, originally penned by the former coalition government and passed by Parliament today, marks an ambitious new chapter for Australia's economy. The government's approach to trade recognises that Australia's economic resilience depends on an open, global trade relations underpinned by uh, robust rules. More trade, not less, is a key, uh, a key part of how we build the economic future we want in Australia. Trade agreements with India and the United Kingdom will assist Australia to reach its full economic potential. Despite ongoing concerns over public hearings, the federal government's National Anti-Corruption Commission bill is expected to pass through Parliament. The House of Representatives schedule has been cleared over the next two Parliament sitting days for the legislation to be debated and passed to the Senate. The Labour caucus meeting has approved amendments to the bill, which include stronger protection for journalists and their source, an altered definition of corrupt conduct and the requirement that the Commissioner tell people under investigation the inquiry's outcome. The opposition have approved the changes, while independent senators Jackie Lambie and David Pocock have indicated they will support the bill when it reaches the Senate. Queensland Police Commissioner has promised substantial reforms after a report blamed leadership in the force for domestic violence policing failures. Commissioner Katarina Carroll has the backing of Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk to keep her job, despite the 78 recommendations made by Judge Deborah Richards' report calling for a restructure in the Queensland Police Service. The report revealed a widespread culture of racism, sexism and misogyny in the QPS and inadequate domestic violence responses that left victims in danger and perpetrators unchecked. 
According to the report, the situation had been allowed to continue unregulated over many years due to a failure of leadership. And the Queensland government has sacked the entire Mackay Hospital Board after substandard care led to the death of three babies. An independent report had revealed that the hospital received more than 80 complaints from women. Many of those affected suffer lifelong physical and mental harm from their treatment in the gynecology and obstetric department. Three cases where this low level of care was found led to the death of infants. Health Minister Yvette Dath says she wants to restore confidence in the hospital's services, installing veteran health administrator Karen Roach. And in sports, the National Indigenous Cricket Championship will return next February after a two-year COVID-19 interruption. The championship will take place in Alice Springs next February, bringing together Australia's top Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players to compete in the T20 format. It was announced today that the winning men's and women's teams will be rewarded with a training camp at the MCG, where they'll have the opportunity to play at the iconic stadium. I am Julien Oyer, this is SBS News.